0: welcome back to the crooked spine show do you look for your health practitioner with as much detail as when you buy a car a home we usually do not lisa kleplocky has knowledge and experience to help you live a better quality of life beyond your medical care She is a phenomenal health coach and enjoys giving away her health tips on social media and i especially like her today's health tip podcast be a podcaster myself. The links will be in the show notes uh, below. The main four topics include biotoxin exposure recovery, along with the importance of sleep, how to help detox your body, along with hydration and why that matters, including mineral uh, supplementation, also to what comes out the other end, so poop, my friends, poop, and also to how do we fix these problems. In today's topics include understanding Lyme disease and what Lyme disease, what testing helps you understand what analysis will do to help improve that over time. And included with that is biotoxin illness recovery, we talked about a second ago, and how to test certain things in your overall body, along with two hydration we talked about too, along with mineralization, and how to get the minerals in your body, and her wellness assessment. There'll be links to show for this one too on her website, how to take your own assessment and see exactly where you are right now within a minute, you'll know exactly how she may be able to help you. Also to the difference of working with Melissa versus not working with her and she explains these two experiences of what you're going to feel different, how you're going to act especially with more energy. Also to the effects of when you're under stress, how this helps your body relax and also a better mindset once you understand her system to get you overall healthy. And this understanding too, when you're, if you're on medications or with the kind of medications or prescribed, how you reduce them over time so long-term side effects, including quality of life, improved over time. And lastly, her takeaways. In her show notes too, also include too, um, her free mold illness questionnaire from her website. Understand that'll help you understand: Do I have mold exposure or not, and how I'm affected by that. And understand too, again, as I love her, her uh, podcast, links on there also. So go to show notes, my friends. Enjoy a better sense of how to get health and stay healthy. At that point, she'll help you with that process. Especially if you want to contact her, eventually through her Instagram, her website, her TikTok, her Facebook, LinkedIn. Again, she's everywhere. She loves giving information out, so do her information at least for free, and then overall contact her when you're ready. All right. So, my friends, again, the show has highlights to our previous podcast. What we've done there for one, two, and again, this will be a video form, not just the audio form. Just to go to there if you if you like YouTube instead of the uh, podcast option. So enjoy, have a great week, get yourself healthy, make sure the other end is getting better. And at that point, we'll see you next week. Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. I'm here with Melissa. She's going to go over exactly how she can help you understand what biotoxins are, including Lyme disease, which people understand how it affects people, along with sleep, hydration. Also too, what I want to get into is what comes out the other end, and how that affects your overall body, how it tells you about your overall body. So I'm gonna keep the the intro real quick because Melissa has a lot of information for you to understand exactly how to help you. So Melissa, tell me exactly how I get into this.
1: So um, I graduated from acupuncture school back in 1996 with a master's degree. And back then, long, long time ago, back in the 1900s, um, no one really knew what acupuncture was, right? Mm -hmm. We were so Western Um, and now of course, right? Acupuncture along with a million other modalities have really come to light. So I got into medicine, studying acupuncture, Chinese medicine, a little Japanese medicine, a little terrain theory, um, and practiced for a while and then took a little bit of a break, always keeping my hand in the healthcare world. Um, But it wasn't until I got sick in 2009 um, and was a medical mystery. Um, being tested all the time for everything under the sun. Everyone would tell me that my labs would come back normal. The only thing was I had a, light, a low white blood cell count, right? Which, of course, is our immune system, a little cry for help there. But no one could put any fingers on what it was. So I went undiagnosed for f- five years. I saw probably 20 doctors, including a week at the Mayo Clinic, and went undiagnosed. Wow. So that's how I got sort of back into the space that I'm in, um, working with clients who in fact have been told that their labs are normal and don't feel so normal.
0: Wow. Okay. And when, and it happens so often because right now they're at that point, they're not in emergency. They're not, don't have a health condition that they can help you with. How does that happen?
1: The undiagnosis part? Mm-hmm. So Lyme disease, unfortunately, can look like almost any syndrome. It can affect your brain, it can affect your GI, it can affect your joints, it affects your sleep, it affects your mental wellness. Depression and anxiety are rampant in people with Lyme disease, not only because of the disease process, but also because we're told so often that perhaps we just need an antidepressant, perhaps it's just anxiety. Um, And so I think it's a combination of testing isn't great, you know, Lyme disease starts out as a spiral shaped bacteria. And when it's in the blood, right, the first probably two weeks of the disease, we can test the blood for the disease. But after two weeks, that Lyme starts to hide because of its corkscrew shape. It can burrow into organs, to joints, to tissues and then it can hide. So while you, with a Lyme disease, you might get a bite with a bullseye rash. And if you do, that is a wonderful warning sign to go right to your doctor and start medication immediately. 50% of us don't get a rash. I never had a rash. Um, but if it lays latent for a long time, then you've got all kinds of other issues because you'll test repeatedly. And guess what? It's not in the blood. So a blood test isn't going to do it.
0: So, what, So how do you get into, okay... I may have this. My doctor has been treating me for, say, over a year for my depression, my anxiety, the symptoms of something that they can't figure out what it is. How do you then test to go, okay, I think it might be this. How do I connect with Melissa? And what's your first step you do with someone who has that?
1: So most of my clients have been told that their lab tests are normal. I read through lab tests every day. You know, people, doctors running standard lab core blood workups and everything looks normal. And yet I'm looking at people who are very sick. Um, And that's why functional medicine is so powerful. We have the ability to run labs that Western doctors just don't know about. I mean, it's simply that, right? Depends on where you put your time and your focus. For me, it's biotoxin illness. And let me just explain what biotoxin illness is. So it's a toxin that gets inside of our bodies, inside of our biology, biotoxin, and starts to wreak havoc. That could be mold, mold exposure with wet, damp basements. Um, most of my mold patients will, upon examination, remember, yeah, I remember I was, you know, I, we did have a massive flood in the bathroom, but we cleaned it up. Maybe it wasn't cleaned up, right? Mm-hmm. So mold is a big one. Um, Lyme disease, of course. But not only Lyme disease, Dr. Tony, but do you know that there are a plethora of diseases that come from that very same tick? Babesia, Bartonella, Ehrlichia, Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. You have to test individually for all of those. All of those could result from one little tick bite. Well, then that um, point,
0: you're almost asking your health insurance to go above and beyond what they're being paid for, right? Which is, I guess, should they should want to. But well, why does someone have to get it done outside of their healthcare care system?
1: It's simply because doctors don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: I wound up when I was sick, I wound up in a Florida ER room and said, mm-hmm. you know, I I know what happened. I've been here before. I have Lyme disease. And they looked at me like, you have what? Mm-hmm. I mean, so it, and it's not doctor's fault. It's just the way that they are trained is not picking up these sort of more relatively new conditions, these biotoxins. And it can be as simple as people could have glyphosate poisoning. A lot of what we're seeing with IBS and Crohn's might really just be a toxic chemical that's destroying the gut. Mm -hmm. Take people off glyphosate, detox that glyphosate and heal the gut and we can make a lot of progress. But you have to know what to test for.
0: That's the thing. And what, what kind of tests are we talking about here? Are they more test hard to get test type of things or something that they're able to go through you Get the right testing
1: right through me through any functional medicine practitioner okay. um we do a lot of urine testing some blood testing even some hair testing um common tests that we would run would be something like a dutch test if we were looking at someone's hormones right it's not enough to just run an estrogen progesterone test and tell you that your levels are fine it's really how all of those levels play together um for mycotoxins again it's urine and so mold, which we see in our environment, once it's inside the body, creates mycotoxins or poisons. And that's what we're looking for inside the body. Um, and that test is just a urine test where we're looking for what we're, what we're pushing out. Because remember, our kidneys are, and our urine is one main way that we're detoxing. So a lot of times if we can't find things in blood, we sometimes can find it in urine or in Wait. stool.
0: Well, it's something where you're spending you're more time with someone to help them really understand, hey, look, we're going to go deep into this, at that point, give you everything we can to hopefully rule things out, and at this point, even rule things in to find out exactly what's going on with you, why you're not feeling well, why are you feel, why are you feeling this way, and why you haven't been told what it is.
1: Right. And it's such a different way of looking at the body and of practicing mm-hmm. medicine, if you will. We lose that use that term loosely here. But... It's not this for that medicine. It's not, I have a headache, what can I take? It's, I have a headache, drill down. How are your hormones? How's your hydration? How did you sleep? What are you eating? We look at all of those possible causes for the root of the problem. Once we fix that, the headaches go away. We don't need to fix the headache. We need to fix the root.
0: And you're helping someone, I think, also understand too, how to help themselves. But uh, Now they've done the testing, they're making them their best doctor. As I like to say, at that point we understand. Okay, this is my this is my body. This is my biochemistry. How do we make sure my biochemistry is going to be clean, healthy, and keep it this way?
1: Absolutely, a lot of what we do is education.
0: Good, good, good. And how does when you talk about biotoxins, to- toxins, does that affect the sleep or is sleep affecting biotoxins? How does how does sleep affect it with
1: that? Well, both, right? So right. when we're sleeping at night. Our, that's the one way that our brain can drain toxins through our lymph system, right? We have these beautiful lymph nodes in this lymph structure. And while we're sleeping, our brain is draining. So if we're not sleeping well, we're mm-hmm. not draining our brain and we're we also are taking in so many toxins daily that we need this balance. We need our kidneys and liver to be flushing. We need to be pooping, which we'll talk about, my favorite topic, very regularly to get those toxins out. We need to be moving our body, which moves our lymph and also lets us sweat, which is another way, right? So. It's never one thing, Dr. Tony. There's never one tiny thing that we can fix or even one pill or one supplement or one magic vitamin. It really is looking at what I call the five pillars of health, which is sleep, nutrition, hydration, mindfulness, and movement. All of those things, all of those places are places that we can make little corrections every day, make better choices um, to sort of rise up Give our, lift up our bodies, lift up our immune systems. And then once those five pillars, once we're doing a great job managing all of those, then we can start to think about sub- adding supplements or adding some detox practices or taking it a step further. The problem is everyone wants to just go to that next step. No one really wants to look at lifestyle and where we can make those little changes to pick our health up a little
0: bit. But you're, you're allowing someone to understand, okay, you may be strong in exercise, but you're weak over here. Maybe strong in this, but you wake up to that point. You're giving someone a way to, to get their well-being, well, their mind, body, and spirit. So then they learn how. Okay, once I'm here, now this feels a lot different. How do I maintain this? It's not going to be that hard to maintain, but you got to get there first. Realize the average person is on medication, doesn't sleep well, doesn't poop enough, isn't dehi- is dehydrated, is has brain fog, has get sick three or four times a year, doesn't know why. So they're being, they're going through the medical system going, hey, look, give me another pill for this because that's all they know. I say they're naive because they just don't know a different way. How do you get their mindset to shift to better to understand, hey, look, we got to get these five pillars in line first, and then you'll feel well, and then you can stay well and know when you're off, that point you need to fix this over here. How do you, how do you get someone to understand those five pillars?
1: I think that happens in the first appointment and the first meeting yeah. when I when I'm ready to work with somebody. Um, people that come to me, people that are thinking outside of mm-hmm. of their copay or the Western medical model, are generally people who don't feel well, who are looking for answers, and so. Yeah. A lot of times you explain to people, you're going to have to change your diet. You're going to have to go to bed earlier. You're going to have to change the water that you're drinking. You're going to have to change, you know, you've never meditated. It's time. Mm-hmm. And so I work with clients over a long period of time, very intimately. Good. Um, an hour a week, we are meeting, we are talking through all of the pillars of health, making little changes. We're just looking for 1% changes mm-hmm. over time. That's a huge amount of change, but just little today. Don't eat anything in a bag or a box tonight. I want you to put your phone down and take a bath with Epsom salt before bed tomorrow. You haven't worked out in two weeks tomorrow. I just want you to take a walk in the morning, preferably with sunlight in your eyes. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's, it's, I'm part cheerleader. I'm part accountability coach, right? I'm part healer. I'm part diagnostician. I'm part lab reader. Um, but that's the that's the beauty of working with a health consultant or a health coach mm-hmm. is that it's an intimate relationship where we're working together regularly. You can't go to the doctor twice a year and expect to heal yourself or get better. Where are the tools? Right. They're not
0: that they're not that they can't. They're all, all knowing. Right. Just because you have a two-letter document, I mean, you're all knowing. But you're, you're lying, so like, OK, I'm going to commit to hanging out with Melissa, say, for maybe three four or five months. I want my life to change. It's not this symptom to change. It's not the headaches go away. It's my life to change. He's going to help me be accountable, make a little comfortable, hopefully. And when I say hopefully, I have to, if I'm uncomfortable, I know I'm causing a change in my body. And yep. you're going to give me the tools, how to do what. what's the next step for me? Because you're going to see my bird's eye point of view of what's going to take me to change my life one step at a time. Or oh, it may be a thousand steps, but it's going to take me months to get there.
1: Right. one of the one of the places that we always start with all clients is pooping I know you wanted to address sort of what comes don't, up don't, the other end but if we're not pooping regularly and by that I mean at least once a day preferably in the morning, um, but I would love to see my clients poop two to three times a day. Every eight to 12 hours, if we're taking in food, it should be digesting and processing and moving its way out. I will tell you when I have clients that come constipated and within a month, six weeks, eight weeks for really stubborn cases, they are pooping regularly, it is life-changing, Dr. Tony. I mean, I have clients say, oh, my God, like, I'm not bloated. I don't walk around uncomfortable. I don't have pain. I don't. My hemorrhoids have gone away. Um, that in itself, I feel like, motivates people to continue. Right? We get people pooping. We then we work on their liver and kidney. We raise their cellular energy. We remineralize their systems because we are so replete in minerals. Our our ground is not doing the job. People think that it's important to get minerals through your water, mineral water. I don't know if you've talked about the importance of clean water on your podcast, but. That's another place that we start. All of my clients, for the duration that we work together, switch to distilled water. Okay. Distilled water is pure water. It's H2O. It is the steam that is captured when you boil water. Therefore, mm-hmm. there's no bacteria. There's no heavy metals. There's no particulates. There's no radioactive elements, which is a huge problem. Um, and most people are drinking tap water, and even a Brita filter isn't doing it. Um, and yeah, so we'll making sure it's part of our constipation package, right? Making sure that you are really hydrated so you're not producing really dry, hard-to-move stools. So you can see it, all these pillars, right? They work together. So while constipation, we're focused on, you know, making sure they're eating fiber and and mm-hmm. taking magnesium and all of that, water, which is another pillar, becomes a big part of that.
0: Good, good, good. And I think you're saying, too, when you talk about someone's poop, and they feel that difference, and they feel because I'm pooping better now, my body's feeling better. Then they go, "What's the next step?" You're giving yes. them that hope. I'm getting actually getting results. You're helping them. Okay, now I have results. How do I make sure this result stays with me? I feel pain-free. I'm not bloated. I'm not constipated. I don't feel ill all the time. Then you start going back to the overall health. Okay, now let's backtrack. What's causing to be to, to to be constipated or having gas issues? through one, two. Definitely, you're helping them understand okay, now we're going to go to hydrate, do we're going to do this. We talk about hydration, distilled water, yes. How often, how much should, should we drink per day?
1: So because, well, because distilled water is just water and because we yes. still need minerals, right? The mm-hmm. minerals that are in mineral water come from rock, poorly absorbed in the body. Mm-hmm. We need to be getting our minerals from plants, unfortunately, because the soil is not what it used to be. We're having a hard time meeting the mineral quotient. So I use liquid minerals, Okay. Um, from a company called Cellcor that I work with. I, I just put a dropper or two. In fact, a lot of times I'll just open up um, a gallon of distilled water and put a couple droppers and I feed it to my dogs, my kids get it. And in fact, I'm putting in a big distiller uh, in my house because we're sick of lugging plastic and who needs to be dealing yeah. with plastic. But I think it should be half your body weight probably depending mm-hmm. on your amount of activity. But if you weigh 150 pounds, that's 75 ounces of distilled water a day. If you want to add on a bubbly water or a tea, great. But that doesn't count towards your water quotient. I want people drinking adequate amounts of water. You're going to feel so much better when you're hydrated. You're less hungry. You're less grouchy. You sleep better. Your poops are better. Hydration is just such a quick, easy one. And I usually carry this, which is a Yeti cup, 30 ounces, um, mm-hmm. I pour my water in, I put my minerals in, and I drink it throughout the day. I try to get two of these. Um, and then I'll probably have like a bubbly water. I drink a coffee in the morning, remembering that coffee does not count. It's actually dehydrating.
0: No.
1: Um, but yeah. I love my morning you coffee. Need caffeine,
0: though. Come on, we can't we will not be on a podcast or interview from um, without without caffeine in our body.
1: That's right. There's no way.
0: <laughs> and we talk about hydration. Someone that, for example, doesn't like to drink water, doesn't like the taste of water. Um, And and drinks, for example, sodas as a way for them in their mind to hydrate. How do you get them to shift that mindset? How much do you have to start drinking off the bat to help them change that step-by-step process?
1: So my clients don't drink soda. Um, That's just, there's nothing in there for your body. (laughs) On the scale of like foods can heal and foods can kill, soda's killing. Right. So I understand I don't like the taste and minerals don't really help because they will give it a little bit of a minerally taste. You can add, um, uh, I like lemons and limes, oranges, Uh citrus of any kind. You can add berries. You can Uh actually freeze fruit in ice cube containers um, and add that. So for people that have trouble drinking water, but I tell people like water is life. So you don't like it. It doesn't mean you don't have to do it. I don't love to exercise every day. I don't not have to do it, right? It's not a choice. Well, clean water is necessary to run our bodies.
0: It's something where like, you're, you can't go and understand, okay, these are things to look for in my symptoms, even though I'm not feeling well, that can help me deal with my symptoms by doing my whole body, correct? I'm going to my whole body to reset. Begin those five pillars to kind of get back in line with everything so I can stay there.
1: Yeah, over on my website, there's a free wellness assessment that yeah. really does play to all five of those. And you'll understand when you take the quiz. You know, obviously, I get less than eight hours of sleep a night. That's the sleep pillar, right? Mm-hmm. Or I don't drink enough water. That's the water pillar. Um, so you can take that quiz and just take a look at what's out of balance and just pick whatever's the weakest, start working there. Most of us know. I mean, if you asked Correct. most of your patients, here's five places in your life where you could make changes. Which one is the weakest? Pick that and start.
0: When I took your quiz, it took me about, I think, a minute to take your whole quiz. It doesn't take very long, but allows you to think, okay, what am I doing that I can change in my life so this part's better? Because realize, once a pillar is off, at that point, other pillars, other pillars suffer too, correct? They'll
1: like a table. Right? It's like a table, not balanced. Mm-hmm.
0: So allows you to really see that overall process. When someone's been working with you for about three months, what do they say? What do they do? How do they act differently? Now that they're getting their body healthier.
1: Um, The number one, besides I'm finally pooping well, the number one is Mm -hmm. I have more energy. Mm -hmm. That is like Mm -hmm. overall, when you are taking care of the five pillars, right? And Mm -hmm. we are remineralizing and we're adding the supplements that you need. And, you know, the beginning of working with me is some good functional medicine testing so we can figure out exactly what's going wrong. Good. um, Because... once we have that information, we can drill down and figure out where to start. But by three months, people are really feeling definitely more energetic. Um, I would say that's number one besides pooping. But I think that's what we all are after, right? Like we are, we are all after what I call vibrant wellness. I want my clients to wake up in the morning without an alarm, to fall asleep at night and sleep through the night. To make sure that they're eating whole foods, nothing in bags and boxes, they're drinking clean water, they're moving their bodies and sweating a little, and they're thinking at least about their mindset and starting some sort of mindfulness meditation, gratitude journaling, whatever that might be. We take baby steps and meet people wherever they are. But that's a really important component of wellness, this mental mindset.
0: Well, it allows you, when you say energy, where's the energy coming from when they have more energy?
1: it's truly mitochondrial energy at the cellular Mm -hmm. level. I mean, once we can unburden the body, one thing we haven't talked about yet is sort of the idea of this toxic bucket, right? We all, depending on our genetics Mm -hmm. and where we are in our lifetime, we have a set size of our genetic bucket. Right. In that bucket go all the toxins that you take in—the crappy air that you're breathing, the aspartame in your diet soda, the heavy mineral, heavy metals in the fish that you ate—and generally, our body does a pretty good job of detoxing that, right? Our liver uh, gives maybe excretes a little extra bile to grab onto those toxins, and we're pooping it out. Um, but oh, I just lost my train of thought. Biotoxins.
0: You said said the bio the bucket, right?
1: Right, the bucket. So problems don't really start to happen until that bucket overflows, because we do a really good job managing Mm -hmm. everything that's inside that bucket. But once things start to overflow is when we start to see symptoms. If we can reduce the load that's in that bucket, which has built up over a lifetime, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, those exposures that you had as a kid are still in there if you're not detoxing them out, and they like to hide and bone and organs and tissues. You notice if you've had a big toxic exposure, you might put on a bunch of weight, right? Because the body likes to expand itself so that it can deal with toxins. We see a lot of weight loss when people start to detox. People who say, I haven't been able to lose weight. I'm just trying to lose this 10 pounds that I put on. Nothing I do makes a difference. We're probably It's probably there because you're toxic and your body's trying to expand itself so it's not as concentrated. Well, so once we start to get rid of that, those toxins in that bucket, that's when the energy level comes back online. That's when people's immune systems can finally, you know, we've been weighed down so we can finally come back sort of to life, if you will.
0: It almost allows your body not to waste energy on the things it's trying to get kicked out of your body because now that, that, if you want to call it, your body's more efficient, it can work on its own separately. If someone, and if someone's had, for example, their gallbladder removed, their appendix removed, does that affect the ability to actually to get their toxins out of their body?
1: Um, appendix, no. Appendix does not have anything to do with the detox mechanisms in our body. But definitely when we see people who have had a gallbladder surgery, which is very common, mm-hmm. um, the, what the gallbladder does is it stores the bile. Right. Mm-hmm. So the liver's pumping bile and the gallbladder storing it. Without the ability to store bile, you're not probably excreting enough into your system to pull out toxins. So we do a lot of liver support, a lot of yeah. liver support and a lot of herbs that can help to produce a little more bile to bind those toxins.
0: So it's allowing some of that maybe they had had a surgery or had other issues in their life or a bad immune system go, so hey, you can still recover. Your body can still self-regulate, maybe supplementation required. We can still get your body to a healthier state. Like you mentioned, too, a lot of it is when our body is, has been thrown off for so long, that it's, its natural state is unhealthy or sick. It's going to take time for them to reset that body to better homeostasis so now their body feels better. And with everything going on, when they feel better, does it change their stress state?
1: Yeah. I mean, right? If you, think, if you think about the fact that 80% of your neurotransmitters are made in your gut, once we start to do a little work in that area, which comes for all of my clients, a little bit of gut work, mm-hmm. we see mood improve, right? And we're sleeping better. We're feeling mm-hmm. better. We're hydrated. We're feeling better mentally. I mean, definitely.
0: It's almost allowing the body to work, like I said a second ago, more efficiently so that can stay in a stress state to handle our stresses of our day they're no longer gonna affect us because now our body can handle those stressors.
1: And also mindset, right? That's where mindset comes in. People who, who have a really high stress level, who've never taken on any sort of mindfulness practice. One of my favorite meditations that I do um, has me, it's a uh, guided meditation. So someone's talking the whole time. That's what works best for me. But laying in a relaxed state, she asks you to look up into the sky and you see a screen. And on that screen is you fully healed what does it look like i say to my clients what does it look like what is it that you want to do that you can't do because you don't feel well is it play with your grandkids is it run around on the soccer field with your son is it a weekend fishing trip whatever that is that's the screen mm-hmm. that's what we're visualizing and do just doing that process over and over again is a cue to our body that healing is possible
0: right? it's awesome when you when they have now they can see it now and then you're going to give them that bridge how to get there step by step so you can actually get there and then stay there.
1: Yes, definitely. A blueprint for healing. That's what I sort of lay out for people. And it's a and working together is really working together, right? It's not me telling you what to do when you're doing it. It's me telling you why and helping you make the changes.
0: You can't not drink the soda for them. You can't do the exercise for them. You can't meditate for them. You have and as I do with my patients too. You have to make them accountable on their end to do the work to see their physiological body change and then make that their default, their healthier state overall.
1: For sure. That's why. And that's why I work with clients weekly. Mm -hmm. Some of them I I text with daily. Mm -hmm. Um, But staying accountable, staying on top. If you looked at your healing journey as the next six months of your life, that can be overwhelming. We're just going to take it one week at a time. This is what we're going to do this week to get you 1% or 2% better. And over time, that adds up.
0: You're allowing that, that wall of, if you want to call it self-doubt, fear, anxiety, to get smaller by doing little small steps versus one big wall at one time. Just an right. Awesome.
1: Empowered. People feel empowered.
0: And then now they control their health versus let someone else control for them. Does it help them reduce their medication use?
1: often. I mean, my clients are no longer on Miralax or, you know, any of those bowel regulating medications that aren't fixing the problem that are just Band-Aids. I have clients that have come off of thyroid medication. Um, We get people successfully off of birth control pills without having to do any sort of hormonal crash. Um, Mm -hmm. so yes, blood pressure medications can be reduced if people are losing weight and exercising and feeling healthy and eating the right foods. There's a lot of problems today in our health that are caused by our lifestyle. Change the lifestyle. You don't need the drugs.
0: How about diabetes type two?
1: For sure. I mean, right. That's Mm -hmm. so much diet. We see that a lot in, in functional medicine and that should be the goal for people with type two, right? Like Mm -hmm. you didn't get there overnight. You're not going to get back from there overnight. It's going to be a slow, steady progression. Again, it's probably going to take a year. Mm-hmm. If you look at it as a year, it's a long time. We take it one week at a time.
0: Well, if you're, say, 50 years old, you've only lived half your life, so one year should be nothing, correct? And look at the big picture.
1: I would agree with you, except I just read a study, Dr. Tony, saying that most people, you know, for, for instance, men, um, their average age is The age of death is under 80 now. So really, that's 40 is midlife, right? We need to be really taking a better look at ourselves in our 30s. I think we're waiting too long. I think people are waiting until they're sick. Can't wait until you're sick. Once you have a symptom, that should be a warning. That's your body saying, hey, something's not quite right. And a diagnosis is just a bunch of symptoms, Mm -hmm. right? So Your
0: body telling you, hey, exactly, hey, there's an alarm going off. Do you want to deal with it or let the fire kind of burn itself out? And, and you know, in and guys are the worst, anyways. We're we're the worst in the world. We wait till we can't move to go to the doctor. We're, we're, we're almost like we're we're cause we are taking time on sometimes. We go, I'll recover from this. It's they call it whatever stubbornness, but allows allows them not to treat it initially. So now you have a chronic issue that turned into a heart attack, a cancer, or something where now, yes, you are you are the typical the typical 80-year-old death plan versus living to hundred because you took it yourself in the 30s, 40s, 50s that you could have, just didn't realize it was that important. It was, it was more important to go to work and work 60 hours a week every day.
1: Or I week. think we're seeing, and I think we're seeing a shift in that, right? Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. that people are working from home and finding a little more balance, I think the grind is out, right? Self-care mm-hmm. is coming in. I think it's, it's high time that we start paying attention, but you are right. Most men tend to be worse than women they tend to ignore. And that's why I loved acupuncture, Dr. Tony, because in China, in the original mm-hmm. acupuncture, people went to their acupuncturist regularly and they didn't pay when they got sick because mm-hmm. the acupuncturist's job was to keep the body harmonious, to keep the energy flowing properly so that states of illness didn't occur. It's the almost shifting
0: someone's mind from sick care. See so so your doctor, so your health practitioner, clinician, your functional medicine clinician when you're sick versus staying healthy, staying well, and more into wellness care perspective, so my life stays healthy. So when I have a problem, I take care it right away. So it become a more of a chronic issue, more of a chronic illness.
1: I agree, and I think the better the better your state of health, mm-hmm. the quicker you realize when something's off, mm-hmm. and the, and the the more impact you can have by just making a quick correction.
0: It it's you you know what your normal is and that is your body's default so it can recover real quickly. That's how you know you're even healthy too. I saw someone who comes in and goes, head back in this weekend, great, you've been healthy, you're gonna recover a lot faster. Someone who's not used to that, their body's not used to that. For no, sure. No, you like I said, you make my job easy, you have your own podcast, you have good information, boom, show goes well, Melissa, we're good. Any anything you, and you also want to add that would help people kind of connect with any kind of takeaways.
1: Um, Well, I'm now on TikTok, (laughs) Um, trying to educate some of the younger people, right, about what we're talking about, like take action early Mm -hmm. for women, especially women who are thinking about having babies. Empty right. that toxic bucket that gets passed on to your firstborn child. You want to be in the in the best state of health, as clean as possible, before you even think about getting pregnant. That's sort of the message to that generation. But I'm over there talking about all this good stuff. Um, I just added a section to my website about mold toxicity, biotoxin illness, mold right. my, mycotoxins. You can take the free mold quiz there. And if you have questions after that, find a practitioner who's nuanced in the, in mold and treating mold um well you, you yeah. live in
0: new jersey correct so i do i
1: live in new jersey but i see absolutely. clients all over the country
0: that's what i'm saying you people in hawaii because you had alexa whatever is you, you could, yeah do you speak other languages too
1: i don't
0: me either not I'll fluently either. no unfortunately oh, cool. i don't know if you don't speak english then i don't know how to help you but it's something to where talk to melissa get information take her quiz Took me less than i'm gonna take her quiz figure out which pillar you're not connecting with what your low pillar is and work on that my friends anything else Melissa?
1: That's it. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, like I said, I like you on all the platforms. There's a lot of information out there makes my job easy when someone knows your stuff and already markets themselves well and educates our communities around. So wave the camera real quick. You have a good time? All right. Thank you. Always. Thank
1: you. Thanks Hold so on, much.
0: You're welcome. Hold on a second. I'll end the show, then I'll talk afterwards.